Ian Dayborn on Cambridge 105 Radio. There is a big wrestling event. It's being staged by WrestleForce and it's on tonight. It's going to be at the Racing Centre on Fred Archer Way in Newmarket. Now, the doors are open at 6.30. I'll give you full details of how you can get hold of tickets. You can buy tickets on the door. And quite an event it will be. And the MC for the evening is legendary MC Lee Bamber. Now, I caught up with Lee. He jumped into my car. He's a busy man, so I had to get him to jump into my car and tell me what we can expect tonight. It's going to be a good one because we've got uh, six matches and there's usually only five. So we've got six matches. We've got a, a tag match, uh, like two on each side. So that's going to be a, a lot of fun. In that one, we've got the champions, uh, which is Kurt Atlas and Josh Breen against... Uh, Danny Haynes and Kean Cameron. Now, Danny Haynes used to be a champion, so the promoters have said if they win it, if, if Danny and Kean win it, they'll get a shot at the tag team title next time round. So, th- so the silverware is up for grabs on that one. And then we've got the, the unified championship a bit later on uh, in, in a singles match, a WrestleForce Undisputed Championship, uh, which sees Ollie Peace against the current champion Mark True. Uh, Mark was only a, a young lad, say a young lad. He's he's twenty, uh, but he's he's trained in MMA, the mixed martial arts, and he's an absolute flyer. Um, he's amazing. You look at him and you think you're going to do yourself a damage <laughs> the way you chuck yourself around the ring. So he's very exciting to watch, and he's the champion, so he's defending his title as well. Uh, so those are two matches, and then we've got uh, four other ones as well. So it's going to be something for everybody. That's the thing that strikes me about the modern wrestling, if I can call it that. And I know you span. Uh, a couple of eras really of wrestling the the classic wrestling back from the days of uh, ITV but the modern stuff these uh, these guys they're athletes aren't they they're, they're very fit most of them they are I mean you, we, we do get all sorts we've got a guy from um, Italy coming over who's very respected and he, he is a, what you could call a traditional wrestler um, Karim Braganti, his name is, and he's, he's very good. Um, but yeah, you do get some of the younger ones, the the, the twenty year old, twenty one year olds, and, and a lot of them are slim, athletic, and they they fly about the ring. They do a lot of moves that back in the days of your giant haystacks and your big daddy and Mark Rocco and people we used to watch in the seventies and eighties. Um, they they did do. I mean, Rocco was was definitely ahead of his time with the things he used to do. Uh, so it's it's evolved. It, it's it's moved on. It, it's changed a bit it's definitely more dangerous now uh, because the, the the tricks and the moves that they do is, is spectacular to watch and if trouble if you don't do that in the first match then the second match has got to follow them for something even more special um but it, it is quite amazing to watch the way they fly around now yeah and talking about that golden era that we touched on now you were involved with that and you've recently being a, a legend you featured on a wrestling legends podcast haven't you tell me a bit about that yeah yes yes it's, it's called the wrestling legends Masterclass, <laughs> as if um so yes that that's on a, a available on youtube um if you look under lee bamba under youtube it's on there or go to wrestling with johnners um because john is the guy that, that does it and he's very good he, and we did uh, one podcast which he chopped into two so you get two half an hour slots which we talk about the golden age of wrestling because I started back in 1985 that's when I first got in the ring and first started working uh, with all-star promotions uh, so that was at the tail end of the Saturday afternoon Kent Walton slot um, so I was lucky because I got to work with 
your big daddies and, and uh, Mark Rocco and F Finleys and people like that that you might remember from the TV days, Cat Weasel and people like yeah. that. Um, so that was good, and then it, it came off the, the TV back in 1988 was the last time that Gosh. Kent Walton said, have a good week till next week. Um, <laughs> but yes, but I've been doing it ever since. It's, it's never gone away, it just hasn't wasn't televised uh, in the way it is, but now it, it's, it's now making a comeback because um, it's, it's more popular than ever, I think, now. And something I learned that I didn't know when I was watching Jonas interview you on the Wrestling Masterclass was that you were featured in the first ever VHS cassette of wrestling. That's right, yeah, and that's really quite nice because, you, you know, if you're, if you're the fastest, someone can always be faster. If, if, if you're the tallest, someone will be taller you know, or whatever. But, you, but your record of being the first will never be broken. So, yes, it was the very first ever commercially available uh, British wrestling video. It was on sale in the shops. Um, it was called The Mick McManus World of Wrestling. Um, and I was the commentator along, along with the great Mick McManus. Um, you can get that, have a look at that on YouTube. We did that at the Fairfield Hall in Croydon. And again, that was a, another good night. We had legends on that, like, like Kendo Nagasaki. He featured in the tag match on that one. Uh, but yeah, it was the very first ever one British wrestling video um, and it was yeah, on sale in the shops. It was quite a thrill to walk into Woolworths and see up there amongst <laughs> everything else with your name on the cover. But and there was a story that you told, uh, and I'm sure the secret can now be revealed, and it has been revealed on the podcast, <laughs> that uh, when that video was made, you had a little bit of a, a problem, didn't you? Yeah, I cost them a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> the idea that we, we would go down to the Fairfield Hall in Croydon and we'd mick mcmanus and i would do it all at ringside and commentate on the matches and all that but about two days beforehand i i had a, a throat problem I, I lost my voice well i didn't just lose my voice the whole throat closed up i couldn't eat i couldn't hardly could drink i couldn't swallow i was in quite a bad way so there's no way that i could do the commentary so I, and i hadn't eaten for a few days because i couldn't so i was quite you know tired and weak and but I, I clambered into the car drove down to Croydon um waved a bit and there's a couple of shots of Mick and myself in the commentary or in, in in the in the royal box and waving and and Mick does the talking on that and I just do a thumbs up because I couldn't speak <laughs> so I then I drove back home um before the show had even started and fell into bed and had a rest so I didn't see the show at all so then we had to record the whole thing as live um, about a month or so later at a, at a voiceover studio in Shepherd's Bush. So I had to book all that, pay for all that to do. But the idea was to do it live and we do it as if it's live and hopefully you would never know. But in the end, I didn't see the show at all. I, I'd gone back home and gone back to bed and we, we did it later. <laughs> well, listen, let's hope your voice holds up on Saturday. I'll give out all the details in a couple of minutes' time of uh, how folks can get along and see you live. And thanks for coming and chatting to me. Thank you. Yeah, come along. It'll be great. Come and see us. Tickets on the door. This is Ian Dayborn. Cambridge 105 Radio.